With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Saturday, January 23rd, 2021, and welcome to episode number 243 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly review show. This is, of course, WCWS Power Hour. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw on the line here with you 
<clears throat> for the next hour, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be bringing you, of course, uh, your wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here for today, as well as, of course, ladies and gentlemen, a rundown of what will be of what uh, will be taking what we did take care of, of course, during the week here in the radio network. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, some wrestling news tidbits, of course, courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we may have a couple, we may have, of course, uh, several, up, two updates to bring you, of course, concerning the two poll matches that we did have lined up here, of course, this past week. We did give one update about one of them last night on Revolution, but we'll, of course, emphasize on that here again. And we'll be able to give you, of course, the official numbers for everyone, for all the winning votes that everyone did acquire during the entire WWS Fantasy Wrestling Classic. <clears throat> Rest of our panel, way too tough to handle, of course, taking it easy here, of course, here this, e this evening. However, if you wish to join us here tonight, here, folks, and bring it, and, 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 just, and of course, uh, join in with our talk about what we are going to talk about here here momentarily please feel free of course to give us a call the phone number as always is 1-605-562-0444 caller id 141-364-pound and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening it is now 5:58 p.m eastern standard time as we said this is, of course, Saturday, January 23rd, 2021. Let us, of course, proceed first with our wrestling history and birthdays here. Of course, for today, January the 23rd, not a whole lot to talk about here. But, of course, one of these moments, ladies and gentlemen, is very, very, uh, one of these moments, of course, is, of course, very, very influential here. Uh, and let's go ahead and not waste any time and get right on here to it. Uh, on this date in 1984, the phenomenon known as Hulkamania was born as Hulk Hogan defeated the Iron Sheik at Madison Square Garden to win his first WWF title. He would hold the belt for over four years. On this date here in 1995, <clears throat> On Monday Night Raw, the Smoking Guns defeated the team of the 123 Kid and Bob Holly to win back the WWF Tag Team titles. On this date in 1996, Clash of the Champions 32 took place at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. The main event saw Ric Flair and the Giant defeat the team of Hulk Hogan and the Macho Man Randy Savage. On this date in the year 2000, the WWF Royal Rumble took place at Madison Square Garden with The Rock winning the main event um, Rumble match. Triple H defeated Cactus Jack to retain the title in a straight fight, and Chris Jericho was declared the sole Intercontinental Champion after a triple threat win over fellow co-champion China, as well as Hardcore Holly. The Hardy Boys also defeated the Dudley Boys in WWF's first ever tables match, and this event was the first WWF pay-per-view to ever air on terrestrial television in the United Kingdom when it was broadcast on Channel 4 in another pair of firsts. Taz made a victorious WWF debut as the mystery opponent, a mystery opponent of Kurt Angle. The loss was Angle's first in his professional wrestling career. 
And on this date in 2003, the finals of, of Tough Enough, excuse me, of Tough Enough 3 is aired with the late Matt Capitelli and John Hennigan, who we now know as John Morrison, being declared the winners of the show. And some notable wrestling birthdays here. Not a whole lot, not, not a whole lot of birthdays to mention, but we'll, we do have them here for you. We want to first off wish a very happy, happy 31st birthday to Alex Silva. We also want to wish a very happy 45th birthday to Nigel McGinnis. We also want to wish a very happy 49th birthday to Rosa Negra. And I believe the next individual, ladies and gentlemen, has passed away, but today would have been Would have been the 70th birthday of, I believe, the aunt of the late Luna Bashan, Vivian Bashan. And another gentleman who I do believe has also, uh, has also another superstar who has also, I think, has passed away. The late giant Baba would have turned 83 today. So happy birthday to Alex Silva, Nigel McGinnis, Rosa Negra, the late Vivian Bashan. And the late giant Baba. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, not a whole lot of wrestling history and birthdays to talk about. But of course, like I said, at least, of course, the very first one we did was, of course, the biggest one of them all. As, of course, without what happened on that day, we would not have had, of course, uh, <clears throat> we would not have had, of course, the phenomenon known as Hulkamania. Of course, as, as the late Gorilla Monsoon did declare it on that day. Now, ladies and gentlemen, as we continue to move forward here, let us go ahead here and bring you, as we do every Wednesday on WCWS Outside the Ropes, we, are, we of course, will we'll bring you, of course, uh, <clears throat> here uh, today's uh, pop culture history and birthdays, of course, uh, of course, in movies, TV, music, and sports. And, of course, we will also see if we, we do have any other historical events that did take place outside of these uh, these genres of uh, pop culture as well. First off, in the film and TV, film and TV of course, uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, category here. On this date in 1951, the third Emmy Awards took place. The Alan Young Show, Alan, Alan Young and Gertrude Berg win. On this date in 1955, KORK, now KVDC TV Channel 3 in Las Vegas, which is, an, I believe, still is to this day an NBC affiliate, had its first broadcast. On this date in 1961, the Supreme Court rules cities and states have the right to censor films. On this date in 1962, Jules et Jim, based on the novel by Henri-Pierre Henri Rocher, directed by Francois Truffaut and starring Janine Moreau, is officially released. On this day in 1965, The King Family Show, which is a musical variety show, premieres on ABC. On this day in 1975, the sitcom Barney Miller premieres on ABC. On this day in 1977, the miniseries Roots premieres on ABC. And also on this day in 1983, 
the A-Team, of course, remember, of course, with the one and the only Mr. T, of course, uh, a part of the cast, premieres on NBC. Uh, one birthday, of course, to talk about here, uh, <clears throat> uh, for, for you fans of, for everyone who are fans of Law & Order, the Law & Order series, Mariska Hargaday, today turned 57, and today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's see, uh, we lost the one and the only, the, the king of late night himself, Johnny Carson, on this date. In 2005, he was, I believe, close to 80 years old, maybe 79 or 80 years old. But we lost him, of course, on this day. <clears throat> uh, it's hard to believe it's only been 16 years ago since we lost the legendary Johnny Carson. And one wedding to talk about, of course, in the, in the film and TV uh, category. On this day, 1976, actor Sidney Poitier, who was 48 at the time, Mary's actress Joanna Shimkus. So now let's go to, of course, the music portion of our his of our pop culture history, as of course, <clears throat> and, and of course, like on this, on what took place in music history on this day, on this day, 1940, pianist Ignaz Paderewski becomes the premier of Polish government in in exile. On his day in 1943, Duke Ellington plays at Carnegie Hall in New York City for the very first time. On his day in 1944, Arnold Schoenberg's Ode to Napoleon premieres in New York City. On his day in 1957, the Whammo, the Whammo Company produces the first uh, Frisbee disc, originally called the Pluto Platter, until 1958. On his day in 1958, the musical Body Beautiful opens at Broadway Theater New York City for 60 performances. <clears throat> and on this date in, let me see, let me look at that close. Yes, in 1986, the first ever induction of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as Chuck Berry, or I should say now the late Chuck Berry, the late James Brown, the late Ray Charles. Uh, I want to say, I think it was Fats Domino, I think might have been inducted. Also, the Everly Brothers, the late Buddy Holly, J.L. Lewis, and the king of rock and roll himself, Elvis Presley. Some notable birthdays, of course, here in the in um, in the in the music realm here. The, the Django Reinhardt today. Uh, let's see here. Would have turned. Would have turned 111 years old. He passed away in 1953. And also, I believe this was a rapper called Triple X Tentacion. Forgive me if I mis forgive me if I mispronounce that. Uh, uh, if I mispronounce that. Um, mispronounce that. Uh, uh, today would have turned 23 years old. Sadly, he passed away. He passed away in the year 2018. So it was just about. It was actually just three years ago that we lost him. So he would. So he would have been about 20 years old when he passed away. Some notable passings here, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Samuel Barber uh, passed away on this day in 1981. He would have been about 71 years old.
And one wedding that ended happened in the music realm. On his day, 1906, composer Igor, Igor Stravinsky, who was 23 at the time, marries Yekaterina Nosenko. If I'm, I'm, forgive me if I mispronounced that name. And also, of course, our sports, our, our, the sports world here. Let's check some of that, some of those happenings out right here. On this day, eight, six, uh, 1879, the U.S. Natural, National Archery Association forms in Crawfordsville, Crawford, crap, Crawfordsville, Indiana. My apologies, sir. I got a little tongue. Ladies and gentlemen, I got my tongue tied. On this day, 1934, New York Rangers left-wing Murray Murdoch plays his 400th straight NHL game in a 5-2 win over the Ottawa Senators at Madison Square Garden, New York City. Streak eventually reaches 508 consecutive games. On this day, 1943, the Detroit Red Wings scores NHL record eight goals in one period. On this day, 1944, Detroit Red Wings score 15 goals against New York Rangers with an NHL record 37 points, also record consecutive goals and most lopsided game, which was turned out to be 15 to nothing. On his date in 1948, Australian cricket captain Don Bradman scores 201 in fourth test win versus India in Adelaide. Sid Barnes 112 and Lindsay Hassett 198 in Australia, an Australian total 674. On his date in 1950, the Associated Press picks Miracle Braves of 1914 as the greatest sports upset. On his day in 1950, NFL rule changes open way for two platoon system, which is offense and defense. And also, 1953, future Australian cricket captain and coach Bobby Simpson makes his first class debut for New South Wales at 16 years old and for 357 days. So he, apparently, he was he, he was not quite he was not quite probably about 17 years old, possibly whenever he yes. Some notable birthdays here. Adrian uh, Quist. Let's see here. Today he would have turned. Let me see here. I'm not sure. Make sure that uh, would have turned. I believe. Let's see. I believe that number is correct. Yes, he would have turned 108 years old. He passed away in 1991. And no one noble passing here. Ernie Banks. Uh, Ernie Banks passed away here. Let's see how old he was. Uh, he would have. He passed away at I believe around the age of 84 years old. He passed away in 2015. And no, believe it or not, no weddings or divorces happened in the world of sports on this day. Now let's check, of course, some some other notable uh, um, uh, one noble passing. I will mention here, uh, of course, uh, one one. Let's see, one birthday here. We will. Uh, 
Now, I know a lot of people may not be able to reach like a very high age, but we just like to say just as if. You know. Today would have been the 284th birthday of one of the first men to sign the Declaration of Independence, John Hancock. He died in 1793. And also today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, one notable one notable birthday to talk about here. Uh, the hero of the Miracle on the Hudson, uh, the Captain uh, Chelsea Sully Sullenberger, today turns 70 years old. Of course, they did a, Tom Hanks did a movie, I think, based on his life. Um, but, uh, but, but very happy, very happy birthday, of course, to, to Sully, as they call him, of course, here. Uh, uh, one, one, uh, wedding here took place here on this day in 1999. Princess of Monaco, Caroline, who was 42 at the time, weds dynastic head of the House of Hanover in Britain's King George the first descendant, Prince Prince Ernest August, who was 45 at the time, in Monaco. So, so happened, Mike said, on this. Did of course happen on here on this uh, on this date here today. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. There with some of your uh, with some of your wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here today. And like I said, from time to time, we will pass along a few little. A few little uh, tidbits here, of course. Um, any historic moments, of course, that look like it was that a lot of people may or may recognize it. Some may, some may recognize, some may not, but that's okay. But like I said, there, there you have it. There for that here this evening. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID one one four one three six four pound. This is this is of course, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> episode two hundred and forty-three of W of WCWS Power Hour <clears throat> for uh, Saturday, January twenty-third, two thousand twenty-one. Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw on the line here with you, as of course the rest of the panel. Way too tough to handle, of course. Taking it easy here. Well, of course, well it was a very unique week here, of course. In terms of, of course, of programming here, of course, on the radio network, where everything was discussed under the sun, from, of course, your latest sports news to, of course, like I said, pinpoint results and thoughts and opinions on what happened with Monday Monday night's edition of Raw, as well as, of course, Wednesday night's edition of AEW Dynamite and also NXT. A lot of wrestling news, of course, popped up over the horizon here as well. <clears throat> of course, also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, obviously. One thing I will admit that did kind of overshadow a lot of stuff we did talk about in wrestling was obviously, of course, the inauguration of, of course, now President Joe Biden. So, uh, but of course, at least it was all done in a very, um, in, a, in a very unique fashion. And of course, like I said, there was no, looked like there was no trouble that took place at all during the entire process. But but of course, like I said, it's what probably might be the backlash of all that, I guess. Probably coming up here, here in the near future. So you never know. But also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we did discuss, of course, what happened last Saturday uh, at uh, the Impact Hard to Kill pay-per-view, where everyone that came on did give their thoughts and opinions on what happened, of course, with uh, with the pay-per-view event. Of course, we did hear from the Ice Manager, Di Girolamo. We heard from 
the human suplex machine, John Gross, as well as the soul man, Justin Lucas Fleming, uh, the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, the Cowboy, Clinton James Smith. <clears throat> let me see. Let me see. Uh, uh, we did get to hear from the loose cannon, Shaquille Cole Cephas. Um, but uh, uh, also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we did have, of course, an impromptu situation, which unfortunately knocked us off the air this past Thursday night on Wolfpack, and we're hoping to avoid that contingency, of course, uh, on next week's edition of that show. But uh, nevertheless, here, of course, we did get in, like I said, a good portion of that show, so that, that one will still be there for everyone to take a look at if everyone wishes to, of course, to uh, to to uh, <clears throat> observe that here, of course, indeed. Um <clears throat> Also, of course, we talked about SmackDown last night, uh, but we did uh, also we we have of course been continuing, of course, to bring some of the great some some big time moments here from Royal Rumbles of the past, of course, dating back to the very first one back in 1988, all the way through to of course last year's event, and of course, not just the Royal, that's not just the Rumble matches themselves, folks. I mean, we talked about like all the matches that took place in between there. A lot of the interviews, there's a lot of the promos, uh, you know, you know, and some of the smaller matches, like title matches and stuff that took place there. A lot of debuts took place at this at this event. Uh, a lot of returns took place at this event. I mean, there was a whole lot that took, that that really uh, that really that really that, that of course has been a part of Royal Rumble culture there, of course, indeed. We have also we also kept you up to date, of course, with the <clears throat> with of course, like I said, the uh, the uh, the results of the imp of the Impact Hard to Kill Prediction Title Challenge, as well as of course our Fantasy Wrestling Battle Royal, uh, which of course concluded our first annual WCWS Fantasy Wrestling Classic. Uh, but nevertheless, here we we talked shop here, of course, like I said, here in the in the world of wrestling, there was no doubt about it. Uh, we gave everything, of course, they're all, uh, everybody, uh, throughout everything here and more. Um, next, and of course, that's, that's, that's what we always, of course, uh, work on doing each and every time. Of course, we have it here on, on Facebook, on all of our groups. Of course, I have been continuing to, of course, post different things here on every, on all different topics here. Of course, some inside and outside of wrestling, uh, of course, to keep everybody, of course, like I said, uh, get some of it to get their minds off of the things that's been going on here in the world. But nevertheless, like I said, I think it's been one fun thing after another. Uh, but I will go ahead and tell you, it has been, uh, it was, this past week here, of course, was a very big time, big time here to say the least. And of course, the weeks will continue to get better here, of course, as we, of course, are approaching the home stretch. Of course, um, and of course, uh, with, uh, as we, of course, now officially, ladies and gentlemen, are are like less than 60 episodes away from hitting the 1,000th episode of the very first show of the radio network, which is, of course, Revolution. Uh, of course, like I said, that could be, that could pop up at any time. I mean, it could be possibly the spring before that pops up. Who knows? Spring or early summer. But nevertheless, here, folks, we plan on, of course, continuing to bring you those shows. And one, and of course, in, during one one thing or one way or another, we will of course continue to strive and thrive. Uh, 
And of course, ladies and gentlemen, we hope they can hope to of course get a lot of our shows going that we have not done here for quite some time. Um, <clears throat> get something a couple of course, a couple off the ground that haven't been, haven't been on the air here in quite some time here indeed. Uh, as we said, of course, we've been taking care of several other matters, uh, including, of course, here we did, of course, finalize, of course, our contract negotiations with the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and also, so far, the Loose Cannon, Shaquille Cole Cephas. Of course, we will, um, we will, there will be several others, of course, that we will be, of course, uh, bring, popping up here, bringing into play here, of course, very, very soon. Uh, but nevertheless, here we plan on, like I said, having a, a very fun time here. And <clears throat> but it will be, of course, it'll be, like I said, 2021. Like I said, will hopefully will be less stressful than it was in 2020. And hopefully, like I said, we'll, we'll be able, hopefully, soon put this pandemic behind us. And be able to get back to a lot, to a little bit of normalcy here and there. Of course, we just have to continue just to take baby steps, as we always said. Uh, but nevertheless, here WWS will always remain here, of course, and we will continue, of course, to keep you informed of a lot of things that are going on. And of course, if it helps, of course, get buying off the off, off the world's events, or even if it's for like a few hours to like a couple of days, what have you, you know. You know, we we are proud to, of course, always serve. So we we want to, of course, make sure that you that, of course, that you that you feel more and more relaxed. Uh, of course, after uh, busy days here, of course, in dealing with a lot of very serious uh, situations here and there. <clears throat> and with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let us go ahead here as we are now officially able. To bring you, of course, like I said, uh, as we as we did report, of course, right here on WWS Revolution last night, we were able to give you, of course, the the, the final standings uh, right here on the air, of course, of who won the Fantasy Wrestling Battle Royal, and of course, who who picked up the most points during the whole process from when we started this back on January the third, all the way to when, we, of course, we officially ended it, of course. Uh, uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, um, as you know, of course, there were eight superstars left, of course, in our fantasy wrestling battle royal. Of course, as you know, it was Adam Cole, CM Punk, Brock Lesnar, Andre the Giant, Triple H, Drew, Drew McIntyre, Hulk Hogan, and Cody Rhodes. Now, of course, according to the pay per view prediction center page, of course, we do have that we did have that poll. Uh, we do have that. We do have that poll posted. Uh, um, as a matter, as a matter of fact, here, uh, uh, not not counting the fact that, of course, an additional that additional votes were added on here afterwards. But I will go ahead and point out here that Brock Lesnar, uh, Drew McIntyre, CM Punk, and Adam Cole did not officially receive any votes at all whatsoever however there was a three-way tie for second place between andre the giant hulk hogan and cody rhodes with one vote each i know someone else did actually vote for andre even though after the even though the, the battle royal was voting was over with i think they may have been doing it just for like just for the fun of it i guess 
But officially, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Triple H was the winner. He he ended up, of course, obviously with just five votes. Of course, a couple of people did vote after all this was taken, after all this took place. But still, they might probably just want to do it just for fun. Probably just want to get their name in the hat. And of course, but of course, like I said here, folks, uh, um, the most, but like I said, the rundown, of course, um, every, everyone that did take part in this, uh, as we said here, we'll start, we'll start, like I said, at the bottom here, the least amount of, uh, uh least amount of correct votes all the way to, of course, the very beginning to, to, of course, to, to the one who eventually won. And I will repeat this one more time. Danny from Oak Park did only receive one, one, one correct pick. Uh, let's see here. Chris the Shark Pauser was uh, was next about was next of course with three. Also Chris Waite, kind of new to the to the prediction pay per view prediction center, uh, picked up four officially. Uh, the Cowboy Clinton James Smith ended up picking up ended up with six. Uh, William Banks and the Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo, actually tied with eight votes. Uh, Jordan Stokeless ended up with nine. Uh, the next higher up was the mother of, of course, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Of course, we call her Mama Dodds. Of course, Christy Dodds. She ended up with 13 votes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Andrew Scott was next on that with 14 votes. I just want to make sure that uh, we want to make sure we keep this in order. Uh, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodge herself, ended up getting 16 votes. The Kian Club's Mint Patel ended up with 17 votes. Antonio Gutierrez ended up with 18. Uh, Samuel McAllister ended up with 19. The Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, ended up with 21. And the eventual winner, who had 25 correct picks. At 25 points acquired, like I said, for 25 correct picks, winning picks, was the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach. She is also, she of course won the new NXT US <clears throat> New Year's Evil Championship. And she was informed earlier today, of course, about this, and she was very, very excited about that. That belt has been, has since been sent to her, and of course she will be enjoying us. So once again, congratulations to the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach for picking up that win right there. And we plan on doing, we may be doing this in either another tournament form or maybe a battle royal form here at some point here down the road here. We haven't officially decided this. may do it like sometime uh, after the Royal Rumble is over with, but we're, but we'll, we're still, we're still kind of throwing some ideas around. Um, and if anyone, if I, of course, if anyone else sends me an idea or two, I will. I will, of course, look into that and definitely consider that. But also, ladies and gentlemen, the other match that did take place was to determine the winner of the Hard to Kill Prediction title challenge and the new Impact US slash AEW US Unified Heavyweight Champion. We ended up with a tie for first place between between uh, between uh, Alayla Peters and Danny from Oak Park, uh, believe it or not. Uh, so the fair, fair way was was that, like I said, to determine to determine not only the 
determine not only the uh, the winner of the prediction title challenge, but also it was to also uh, to crown a new crown the first ever Impact US slash AEWS Unified Heavyweight Champion. And of course, as we said, we did going into and leaving Revolution last night. We were still tied at three votes apiece between Alayla and Danny. However, uh, looking at my notes right here, and this must have probably either happened overnight or sometime during the day today. I'm not sure when exactly, but we did actually break the tie here. Um, and but nevertheless, here, folks. <clears throat> We do have a, we do have, we can report now that we, the tiebreaker has been broken and we do officially have a, a, have a, have of course your winner of the hard to kill prediction title challenge and also your new and first ever impact us slash AEW us unified heavyweight champion. She is Alayla Peters. So congratulations to Alayla Peters for picking up the unified heavyweight title. So now she's possibly going to be having some challenges here popping up here very soon. Um, of course, you know, I mean, she came off of a real big, you know, a tough loss losing the NWA US Women's Championship to the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. But of course, she came back here big, big. The final tally in that vote, ladies and gentlemen, was five votes to three. So we will, of course, officially comment on this. Um, but like I said, there will be, of course, uh, uh, more championships up for grabs right here, of course, here soon. Uh, and like I said, we may be doing this, uh, uh, of course, uh, leading up. Of course, of course, it would be all leading up to, of course, the Royal Rumble show. Uh, I, may be, I may start the voting on this possibly either this, either tomorrow or Monday. I have not officially decided as of yet. Uh, we, we would like to try to do it as early as possible so we can possibly get, we can possibly gain, you know, like I said, if a, more, more, more votes, like I said, if more folks wanted to, uh, wanted to jump in, wanted to take part in it. Those who have been doing this before and those who have, have never tried it, who, who seem very interested in doing so. But we, we of course hope we'll, we definitely will hope let you know, of course, what we decide to do here, of course. <clears throat> but nevertheless, so far we do know of four matches. We do know of four matches for the um, for next Sunday's Royal Rumble show. Um, unless, of course, any more has been made. Of course, um, um, unless any more matches, of course, has been made. Um, and it doesn't look like it has. It looks like, of course, and of course, of course, it looks like about the only four matches we've got is, of course, obviously, obviously we have the men, the men's Royal Rumble match, which is, a, which is of course, the 30-man battle royal for a world championship match at WrestleMania 37, and of course, the women's champ Royal Rumble match, the of course, uh, uh, women's battle royal to determine uh, who will. Get a women's championship matchup at also WrestleMania 37. Plus, we have heard that that of course the Universal Championship will be up for grabs with Roman Reigns, who thought he was going to be facing Adam Pearce. Apparently, apparently as of not this, 
uh, last night, but last Friday, um, is now going to be facing Kevin Owens. And also, of course, with the WWE title, Drew McIntyre will be defending that belt against WWE Hall of Famer Goldberg. So, uh, so and so far, like I said, I mean, they got about less than, they got a little more than a week to go before this event here, of course, takes place. So they don't have really a whole, they don't really have a really have a whole lot, uh, uh, really have a whole lot to do here. Um, but let's go ahead. As of, as of course, between yesterday, last night and today, there have been officially 12 people that have entered in to the event. Let me go ahead and run that down here for you. Um, and like I said, um, and of course, like I said, it looks like we've got so far one, two, three, four. We like we got five of them are from Raw, and it looks like seven of them looks like might be from uh, uh, from SmackDown. But I will, but all I'm just going to say is when they decided to enter. Uh, but I will I will go ahead and tell you that they, it was either announced on Raw itself, on SmackDown itself, or either through TMZ, Twitter, or WWE.com. Now, I think a lot of people I probably probably know about where they probably uh, heard heard it from everyone. So where they where where they heard the the said announcements here. Let's go ahead and run down who is going to be taking place. First off, Daniel Bryan announced his intentions on Christmas Day. Also, Bobby Lashley announced his intentions on December 28th. AJ Styles and Randy Orton both announced their intentions on January 4th. Otis announced his intentions on January 8th. The Miz announced his intentions on the 14th. Jey Uso and Cesaro announced his their entries on January the 15th. Jeff Hardy announced his on the 18th. And also, as of last night, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, and Shinsuke Nakamura also announced theirs. So that's who we have so far, and there's still like 18 more, 18 more spots to go on that. And, of course, uh, it, the same is for the women's uh, of those who have uh, announced who they're going to be, gonna be in, in the Women's Battle Royal, of course, actually, it's they were either announced on Raw, SmackDown, Twitter, or WWE.com. Uh, Nia Jax announced her intent, uh, uh, announced her entry on December 28th. Charlotte Flair announced hers on January 4th. Bianca Belair and Bailey announced theirs on the on the on January 8th. Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke announced theirs on the 11th. Peyton Royce, Miss Bliss, and Shayna Baszler announced theirs on the 18th. And also last night, Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, and Tamina announced theirs, uh, uh, their entries here as well. So that's all we, that's all we have, of course. Uh, that's all we have, of course, here so far as far as that goes, who's going to be in the match. But as I said, like I said before, we don't, we don't know of any other matches that have been announced or they're going to put any more matches up or not. Um, obviously, they're going to hold it in the Thunderdome. This, this, this is going to be still going to be done without fans. Uh, they may be, of course, holding out to, to see, of course, what the Super Bowl is going to do at Raymond James Stadium and, and then see how, uh, see how they work their plans. And, of course, if they've worked their plans out pretty well, then WWE is probably going to follow suit 
since they're going to probably be using the arena next. And obviously, they're going. They are said. They have said that they are going to have fans at WrestleMania 37. Some people agree with it. Some people do not. But of course, like I said, there's a long time as I've been here in between. Of course, now in April is about at least two or three more months for this supposed to happen. So we'll just have to be monitoring all this very carefully over this period of time and see how all this uh, how all this pops up. But, of course, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, unless any other matches, of course, are added on. I mean, we may hear some, of course, during the week. Um, if any more are, if, and after I, of course, officially um, add any more, um, I, will, I will add any more matches that do pop up in the event, of course. Like I said, we do have, uh, in the event, of course, like I said, any more matches do surface of course for the event on next sunday so we'll keep you apprised we'll keep you apprised of that as of course it develops even further but as we said nevertheless here folks it was nevertheless here uh we hope to of course like i said <clears throat> that uh like said, once we do get those posted we hope that you of course have an opportunity to take part in this big time event here uh no doubt about it 1605-562-0444, caller ID 141364-POUND. This is episode 243 of WWS Power Hour. This is Saturday, January 23rd, 2021. Mr. WCWS, Chad Henshaw on the line here with you. As the rest of the panel, way too tough to handle, of course, taking it easy here this, tonight. And, of course, like I said, getting them themselves and crew psyched up, prepped, and ready. For, of course, more wrestling action coming up here, of course. A lot of it, of course, leading up towards next Sunday's Warrior Rumble event. But I will go ahead and point out tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. or sometime after 8 a.m. I know we've been we've been starting a little bit late here late with that. But nevertheless, but nevertheless here, folks, we plan on, we plan on being on here uh, at 8 a.m. Um, tomorrow morning, of course, for our morning show, WCWUS This Morning. As I will be bringing you, of course, tomorrow's history and birthdays from, of course, not just wrestling, but also pop culture as well. We will. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I will be, <coughs> I will be, uh, of course, bringing you, of course, our lineup, of course, for our week of shows coming up here on the radio network. As well as, of course, some wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of our friends at Four Leather Mania. Be sure to listen in on that. Of course, if you're up and around tomorrow morning, uh, 805-8613-POUND. Of course, right here on TalkShoe.com. Be sure to, of course, if you're up, if you're up and around, please feel free to come on and join us. As, of course, we will be bringing, bringing a lot of that here, of course, to your attention. Now, ladies and gentlemen, with 6.40 p.m. Eastern Time here, let us see if we have any um, any notable wrestling news tidbits here to bring. Uh, and we actually, I believe, have, we do have, of course, uh, uh, yes, we do, as a matter of fact. Uh, but first, before we before we do all that, folks, I uh, just want to point out here, of course, we do, as always, we do thank our friends. <coughs> Uh, at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WCWS radio network for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows. 
which of course includes in addition to Power Hour, of course, Revolution, Wolfpack, uh, also Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, as well as, of course, WCWS this morning. And hopefully, of course, it will be a part of our lot of our other shows here. Uh, coming up here, of course, uh, here in the near future. Before we talk about any wrestling news tidbits, ladies and gentlemen, we've got to mention this. And and I actually heard this over the wire here uh, this morning. I've been keeping up with it most of the day today, and we got to bring this up. Jeffrey Harris posts this story here. Uh, this is, of course, a pop culture-related story, and we've got several several um, several uh, sites, of course, uh, several versions of their stories uh, posted on our Entertainment Cavalcade page. If you want to call them, them up and read it. But sadly, ladies and gentlemen, one of the most influential people in all of television, ladies and gentlemen, TV host, broadcast legend, uh, the man you've got to see, a lot of people got to see on CNN for 25 years with the, with the black rim glasses and the, and, and the, and the big time suspenders, ladies and gentlemen. One of the one and the only Larry King sadly passes away, passed away earlier this morning at the age of 87. Uh, Aura Media confirmed in a statement today that TV host, broadcaster, and interviewer Larry King sadly has passed away. According to an official press release, King passed away earlier this morning at Cedar Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles. He was 87 years old. Larry King's cause of death was not announced, but he was reportedly hospitalized due to the due to the virus earlier this month. This was via the Hollywood Reporter. King, of course, his real name is Lawrence Harvey Ziegler, began his broadcasting career as a DJ newsreader for WAHR in Miami, Florida, working for $50 a week. He took on the name Larry King after a station manager suggested that Larry Ziegler was too ethnic. As it suggested, he called himself Larry King. Instead of I said after notes in an advertisement. For knows an advertisement for King's Wholesale Liquors. The name stuck. Eventually, King would go on to have his own national radio talk show and had a weekly audience in the range of 3 million to 5 million viewers. King would go on to have a long TV career with CNN as he hosted Larry King Live on the cable network, network from June 1, 1985 until December 18, 2010. Uh, they kind of messed up the date year there a little bit. I suppose it was, I think it's supposed to be 2010. King earned a spot in the Guinness Book of World Records as having the longest-running show with the same host in the same time slot. CNN anchor Brian Stetler read the following statement from CNN President Jeff Zucker earlier today after the news was announced via The Hollywood Reporter. He says the following, We mourn the passing of our colleague Larry King, the scrappy young man from Brooklyn had a history-making career spanning radio and television. His curiosity about the world propelled his award-winning career in broadcasting, but it was his generosity of spirit that drew the world to him. We are so proud of the 25 years he spent with CNN, where his newsmaker interviews truly put the network on the international stage. From our CNN family to Larry's, we send our thoughts and prayers and a promise to carry on his curiosity for the world in our work. He won a Peabody Award in 1982 for his work on The Larry King Show. He received a Lifetime Achievement Award from the News and Documentary Emmy Awards for his work in 2011. His interviews of politicians, world leaders, actors, filmmakers, and celebrities number in the tens of thousands. 
He made a multitude of film and TV appearances over the years as well. He was active in media until his passing, hosting Larry King Now and politicking with Larry King for Aura Media. King is survived by his wife, Sean Southwick, whom he married in 1997, along with his children, Larry King Jr., Chance, Cannon, and the rest of the King family. Of course, on behalf of 411 Mania, and also, I should say it right here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, here in the WWS Radio Network, we send our condolences to the family, friends, and fans of the one and the only Larry King. And there was a, there was a, there was a tweet posted on Larry King's personal uh, Twitter account here, which is a picture. If you can go to Twitter.com and check, to pull that up and check that out right there. Uh, I'm not able to pull it up from here, but if anyone wishes to go check that out, please go ahead. But, of course, a true legend. And, of course, like I said, he will be missed. And, of course, Mr. King, thank you. And may you, of course, uh, may you, of course, rest in peace, sir. Thank you for the memories. Now let's go get going here with some of our wrestling uh, news stories here, of course, of the day. Uh, uh, one story came out from Jeremy Thomas yesterday. With some WWE, which is some WWE news, which actually Kevin Owens puts Roman Reigns to a table on SmackDown. Also Corbin, a clip also of Corbin versus Dominic Mysterio. Kevin Owens stood tall on last night's SmackDown, putting Roman Reigns to a table to end the show. Tonight's episode saw Owens barred from the arena, where he but he managed to get through the security team and aided Adam Pearce, who was tricked into a match with Roman Reigns. Owens saved Pierce from being thrown off the stage and attacked Reigns, putting him through an announcer's table. And, of course, WWE posted on their Twitter account, through the table, at Fight Owens Fight, just sent a message to at WWE Roman Reigns, hashtag SmackDown. And, of course, there are two, there are two clips of that, of course, if you wish to, of course, check that out right there. Also, WWE posted a clip from the match between Corbin and Dominic Mysterio. Of course, it's on here. Sadly, of course, and unfortunately, Corbin won the match over over Dominic Mysterio. We say that because, like I said, there's a lot of us on this on, on in the radio network that despise uh, Corbin with a vengeance. So. And of course, he's he shoot, he's no king. He's he's a court jester. We call him that right here. And I think a lot of people here definitely agree. Of course, a lot of these stories came out yesterday. One other story: Blake Lavelle posted this yesterday, as we have a note on Alistair Black's current status with WWE. Alistair Black, who was drafted this to SmackDown during the most recent draft, has not wrestled on WWE TV since he faced Kevin Owens on the October 12th edition of Raw. Last year, Fightful Select has more details on his status with the company. According to Fightful, sources on the SmackDown brand claim that Black has not been backstage since WWE released his wife, Zelina Vega, last November. Fightful notes that there are no details on if there are any specific issues between Black and WWE, but that but that those backstage believe they're letting any ill will between the two subside. There was previous speculation that Black was a favorite of Paul Heyman on Raw, and that once Heyman was removed from his post, those in charge didn't have the same view. <clears throat> uh, didn't have the same view of the former NXT champion. 
Of course, obviously, obviously this possibly has might have something to do uh, primarily with the fact that they let Zelina Vega go over the uh, third-party situations and all that. So, but we'll just have to continue to wait and see what happens. Blake Lavelle posted this story as Jake Chris is talks about his exit from Impact Wrestling, embracing uh, also embracing free agency and potentially signing with NXT. In a recent interview with Fightful, Jake Chris discussed his exit from Impact Wrestling, potentially signing with NXT, and much more. Here are some highlights. Jake Chris on his thoughts on Impact Wrestling. He says, I have nothing but great things to say about Impact Wrestling. I was there for a daggone near four years, former tag champion, former X-Division champion, so I think I really had, had a really great run at Impact. So nothing but great things from me to Impact Wrestling. I wish him nothing but great things in the future as well. On whether he would consider returning to the company, he says, I think it was just everyone just kind of knew it was time for me to move on. You know, it sucks the way everything shaped out and the way it ended, but that's the way the cookie crumbles, right? I would love to go back to Impact Wrestling. My door is always open. Like I said, I was there for almost four years. How bad would it look like on me and my credibility as my word if I go back and say, oh, I hate this company, so on and so forth. Nothing but love for me, man, legit nothing but love. On embracing free agency, instead of bashing the previous company that he worked for, he says, when, peop when people have bitterness in their heart and they just go on different podcasts and they've been with that certain company for X amount of years, and I just feel like the credibility of that person and their stories just go down. It's like for my ease, <clears throat> for my case, I'm sorry, I was there for almost four years. If I was that bad, if it was that bad, why would I stay? I get the paycheck and so on and so forth. But if it was that bad, why would I stay for that long? So I know certain guys, you know, different cases. But that's just the way I look at things. I just try to push all the negativity out and try to bring on the positive. The positive right now is me being a free agent and me just looking forward to the future. Hopefully things start opening up and brightening up, of course, with the pandemic. On potentially signing with NXT, Jake Chris says, I would love to land in NXT. The thing about me is I've been in this business for almost 19 years, 19 years in July. I'm probably dating myself or whatever. That's fine. I've been in this business for 19 years. Luckily for me, in every major company that's on TV, I have friends. I have friends everywhere in every single locker room. I have friends. I can actually see myself in every single place. I can see myself in WWE. I can see myself in NXT. I can see myself in Ring of Honor. I would love to go to New Japan. Would love to. My door's wide open. My my DMs are open. So please, anybody from there that wants to get a hold of Jake Chris, hit me up. But yeah, I can see myself in every single major company. That's kind of a good thing. I think it's good to have friends. Joseph Lee also posted this yesterday as apparently there's some spoilers for the superstar spectacle from the performance center. WWE taped their special for India Superstar Spectacle earlier today, early early yesterday in the Thunderdome. The event will air on January 26 on the WWE Network and Sony 10.1, Sony 10.3, and Sony Max in India. Here are some spoilers courtesy of ITN Wrestling. Normally we don't do this, but I'm just going to go ahead and mention. Open for the video with the tagline, WWE Hero in All of Us, which is a special for the India Indian market. Promos there for Guru Raj, Bollywood Boys, who are Sunil, Samir Singh, Jinder Mahal, Jeet Rama, Kavita, Devi Singh, 
Riku Singh and Sarah Gurjar, who was in the Sheer. Dilsho Shanky and Giant Zanjir. That's followed by promos for the Royal Rumble 2021 and WrestleMania 37. Jinder Mahal opened the show, congratulated India for Republic Day, and asked the fans to blow the roof off of their reactions so India gets a so India gets a weekly show. Biggie and Xavier Woods came out and did their usual skit before the Street Profits interrupted. They then introduced a performance from Spinning Canvas. And that was posted on ITN's WWE, ITN WWE's Twitter account. If you want to check that out. The show begins proper with the WWE opening video, then the India, India National Anthem. Triple H narrated a promo about WWE's relationship with India. There's clips of various wrestlers, including John Cena, Bret Hart, etc., visiting the country. There are clips of traditional Indian wrestling and videos of the great Kali, the Bollywood boys, Jinder Mahal, and others. Triple H introduced the new stars in developmental, including G. Rama and Nishir, Riku, Rinku, and Sirav, Guru Raj, G- G- Giant Zanjir, Yoshir Shanky, and Kavita Devi Singh. Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Shoraz all provided commentary. NXT champion Finn Balor defeated Guru Raj after a 1916. Dilshur Shanky got Giant Zanjir, Rey Mysterio, and Ricochet defeated Dolph Ziggler, Corbin, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Cesaro after Mysterio pinned Cesaro with a splash from heaven off of Shanky's shoulders. AJ Styles defeated Jeet Rama with the phenomenal forearm. Serena, Sanu, and Charlotte Flair defeated Bailey and Natalya when Serena got the pin. Rick Flair cuts a promo but gets interrupted by Jinder Mahal and the Bollywood Boys. Mahal cuts a heel promo before Drew McIntyre and Nashir come out, leading to Drew McIntyre and Nashir defeating Jinder Mahal and the Bollywood Boys after Nashir hits their finisher. Also, all the Indian stars celebrate with Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. So that's just a little bit what we'll go on with the Superstar Spectacle event, which is probably supposed to air on Tuesday, I believe. So, uh, yes, that's, I believe that's correct. And one last story here to bring you here, ladies and gentlemen, before we, of course, leave you for the night. Joseph Lee posted this story last night as we have a note on WWE's booking plans for WrestleMania, card likely to not be final until late. Of course, obviously... Were we kind of surprised about that? The Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that at this time, virtually nothing for WrestleMania 37 is unlocked. It was also noted that for the first time ever, WWE is holding a pay-per-view 20 days before WrestleMania after Fastlane was announced for March 21st. WrestleMania happens on April 10th through the 11th. This means the card won't be finalized until late March at the latest, at the earliest. It said there is no clear TV direction for the main matches at Mania at this time. The top Raw Championship matches are not locked in. As for SmackDown, there are two different opponents being considered for Universal Champion Roman Reigns, with Daniel Bryan being one of them. The other was not revealed, but it was said that it is not Shinsuke Nakamura. Nakamura turned face after winning three matches in a gauntlet match two weeks ago, then then also beat Jey Uso last week. So, folks, there, there you have it. Uh, uh, there you have it, right there, folks. With some, of course, some 
interesting stories. Of course, uh, even though they came out yesterday, but this, these were some that we done that uh, came out. Must have came out late, uh, late last night. Okay, I'm sure before, during, and after Revolution was off the air. So other than that, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we're going to have for you here for this evening for episode 243 of WCWS Power Hour. Of course, once again, I am Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw. Um, like we said before, be sure to, of course, to catch WCWS this morning. Tomorrow morning starting at 8 a.m., of course, right here in the radio network on TalkShoe, uh, 805 pounds Of course, like we said, we'll bring you, of course, tomorrow's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll bring you, of course, a lineup of what will take place in the radio network this week. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll once again bring you some wrestling news tid- some wrestling news tidbits, courtesy one right there of our friends from 411mania.com. We also encourage you, ladies and gentlemen, to continue checking out, of course, um, we also encourage you, of course, like I said, to check out all of our pages on Facebook, including in addition to the Pay-Per-View Prediction Center page, also the Entertainment Cavalcade page, as well as Game Show Alley, as well as WWS Movie Channel, also <coughs> WWUS Location of Animation, also, of course, our tribute groups to Don Rickles, Johnny Carson, as well as, of course, Who's Lines in Anyway, also, of course, Home Improvement, More Power Forever, Power Rangers Protecting the Power, a gaseous affair, um, Motor Week Retro Review, Cars of the Past, WWS Sports Roundup, also NASCAR US, High Octane History, of course, a lot of classic and current, classic and current races, not just, of course, primarily, of course, your old school NASCAR like Winston Cup and all, but we do have, of course, starting to get a lot of other types of races, including the IROCs. NASCAR IROCs, and also the NASCAR Truck Series as well. We'll check out some of them there indeed. Uh, also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, check out the WWUS NXTNG Video Vault. Of course, we're continuing to post a lot of great wrestling uh, matches, promos, moments there as well, including a lot more WCW stuff here, of course, from the mid-'90s. Uh, we've also got a few more matches here, uh, a few more um uh, matches and promos here, of course, uh, uh, featuring, of course, like we said, Undertaker, Kane, The Rock, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, Triple H, um, and just a lot of little different little matches here in between. Um, s- small promos, small small promos, uh, big promos. Uh, of course, like we said, ladies and gentlemen, we did post the other day the full 1992 Warrior Rumble match, of course, just actually got through watching that a little while ago. Uh, that was one. That was one of the best ones right there, ladies and gentlemen. I definitely recommend going on there and uh, checking that out there, indeed. But also here, folks, uh, <clears throat> check out Women of WCWS, of course, for our female wrestling fans. We've got a lot of great ladies matches, of course, not just from WWE, but also AEW, NXT, uh, Ring of Honor, Impact, the Indies, you name it, we've got them on there. Uh, also check out our some of our wrestling tribute groups, of course, including NWA US, AWA US, AEW US, uh, both of our Impact US pages, <coughs> OVW US, excuse me, uh, including of course UFC US. Uh, also check out WWS Fan Empire, of course, the Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming, of course, 
keeping you informed with a lot of great wrestling uh, uh, that posted wrestling history moments there daily. Also, check out WWS Dynasty, Universe, Nitro Thunder, the Revolution Radio Facebook page, and many, many other pages we've got on there. Now, please sure to check that out, as well as check out all of our past episodes of all of our shows here in the radio network, of course, Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, uh, uh, and of course, several of our other shows that we do that we are not, are not, uh, are not, they're not on the air as often as as we would like them to, but we hope to get them back up and going here, of course, very very soon, including, of course, Impact Main Event, Women's Revolution Radio. Also, uh, Wrestling Championship Challenge, Wrestling Profile, Indie Outlook, and, and others. So we hope to get a lot of those up and running there very, very soon. And we'll keep you apprised about when we plan on getting those back up, back up to speed here, of course. We have a lot of guys here, of course, I think that we will be able to get, uh, get, get behind the mic for those shows. And, of course, bring us, of course, a lot of updates here about a lot of different, uh, different things here, of course, going on here in the... So be sure to, of course, check out all the shows we got on TalkShoe. Of course, all of them there for your enjoyment, dating back to the very first edition of Revolution in 2015, all the way up until recently. So be sure to check out everything we've got on right now on TalkShoe.com as well. Power Hour episode 243 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, five years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling and pop culture connection. We, of course, like I said, want you to continue to stay safe and be well. Remember, of course, keep your hands clean, keep yourself clean, and, of course, do a whole lot of praying, ladies and gentlemen, as we will continue, of course, to fight this pandemic, of course, until we make it nothing more than just a simple little memory. Uh, of course, like I said, 2021 is a new beginning here. We saw that, of course, with the inauguration of Joe Biden. Let's hope that, let's just hope that like I said, he fulfills those wishes. And that, of course, that the people that the people wanted, and I just hope that he plans on doing. He plans on, of course, doing doing what he said he was going to do. Uh, of course, may, may the good Lord, of course, uh, keep him on the straight and narrow here, and make sure, certain like that, that the people get the help that is just so desperately needed indeed. So take care and God bless your folks, and please continue to stay safe and all that. And we will get through this, of course, I guarantee it, and I promise you that. Ladies and gentlemen, since 2015, you're a source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the WCWS Radio Network. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for our closing theme of the evening, I figured we'd just use, the, use of course, the theme that we opened up with, which was the theme to WWE Hall of Famer, the original Rock himself. Don Morocco. Take care and God bless folks.
This is the WCWS Radio Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.